Hi guys, Sajin here with Saj Cars and Tech. Welcome to episode 2 of season 2. Uh, today we're going to discuss uh, upcoming cars for this year. I did one last year and uh, I want to do one again this year. Uh, today I have others with me. Uh, how's it going others? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you? Good. So uh, just a thing for the listeners uh others is not into cars as much as i am he used to be really really into cars um he changed his focus when he got into college um he's studying to be an optometrist so now uh while he's focusing on that he has not really focused on the car industry so i want to discuss with him the upcoming cars i have a screen in front of me and i'm going to show him pictures of the cars that we're going to discuss all right so the first one uh is this this is a hummer ev all right so a hummer electric vehicle there this is not gasoline this is not um diesel okay it's a full electric vehicle and it's not going to be coming out uh from um the company as a Hummer brand. Hummer is actually the model. It's going to come out as a GMC. Mm. All right. Um, you can reserve one now. All right. Starting price is around $80,000 for the EV2 trim. And that will be available spring of 2024. But the first trim available will be the Hummer EV Edition 1. Available uh, fall 2021 so it's not that far away that this this car right uh since it's the first edition you know get your hands on it first 112,000 you know but imagine you know you wait 112,000 you pay 112,000 you get it now or you'll get it three years from now and you pay about 80,000 right but you get a lot more for the 112,000 you know you get uh the um three motors more than 350 miles of range, uh, 1,000 horsepower with 0 to 60 in 3 seconds. Okay. All right. And the now here's the thing. The addition one, you can't have it because the reservation's already full. Oh. All right. Uh, there's going to be uh, two other trims besides the EV2 and the EV Edition 1. There's the EV2X and the EV3X. All right. They're all available for reservation right now. Um, and what this, uh, this is going to be a serious cyber truck mm-hmm. competitor. Okay. So others, I'm showing you a picture of the Hummer EV right now. Right. What is your first thought? Ah, man. The first thing that grabs me is those headlights. Like, uh, the Hummer goes right across the front grill. Yep. And like the headlights almost, I don't even see it. Like, so... Those are almost in like a silhouette of an H shape if you look at it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you see that? Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm going to show you another picture. Hmm. So, here's the thing. Well, uh, this picture has no roof, right? Yeah. Uh, the roof panels are, you can take them off. Oh. Okay. And they store... In the front trunk, no the way. front, yeah. Okay. Ample right. storage. Yeah, and that's because this is a full-on electric vehicle. 
Right. So it doesn't have an engine, right. so it has a lot more room. You know, I mean, if you looked at this from far away, if n- you know, no one knew that this was an electric vehicle, someone might think it's a gas vehicle based on the size of the hood. Coming from a person who doesn't, like, who has stopped paying attention to that, um, like, as, as, as from a perspective of someone who's probably looking into these cars now, um, you know, yeah, it does look like it does come with an engine. Like, it, you couldn't tell from part is really it's looking really good cosmetically like they did a really good job to make it look like it's not electric even though it is mm-hmm. um again those headlights are something different i, I kind of like it it's it's different uh I, i'd be fascinated to see how that actually looks in person yeah i'm i'm uh, curious too it's um they're putting the same sort of uh bed the tailgate as they do in their other trucks so it has it can like go in 11 different ways you can configure it so you could actually fit stuff in there but there's a lot of room in this in this vehicle um that's the inside oh, oh, yeah wow yeah okay. that's a, that's a giant screen <laughs> that that's you see a that. huge screen yep damn I, I i like that that there's like a lot of space for someone who's probably of uh, who's tall, um, who's looking to have enough space, leg space, maybe go for a long haul. Possibly this would give be, be a, a lot of comfort. Again, on the flip side, because it's so, it's it's electric, I don't know exactly how much this will run, you know. Well, it's 350 miles of range around. So if you count right now, most electric cars, and you'll see it while we go through our list, Around 300 miles is the average. And if you look at my wife's RAV4, mm. she gets around 300 miles oh, okay. on one one tank of gas. All right. right? Um, the only thing is that to fill up a tank of gas takes me five minutes. There you go. But the technology is starting to catch up. It's not there yet, but it's starting to catch up for mm. the fast charging. Right. You know. Yeah. But I, I, I think uh, the Hum- Hummer EV is going to be a serious, serious vehicle. Um, I don't really expect to see hundreds of them um, in my na- well in, in our neighborhood yeah. uh, this fall. Just, you know, you, it's $112,000. You know, not people, yeah. you know, not everyone's just going to be like, hey, I'm going to buy this. Yeah. You know, but um, we'll, we'll see. Mm-hmm. So this is the next car, all right? So the next car that I'm showing him on the screen here is a, a Ford Bronco, all right? Uh, this is starting at $28,500 for the base two-door model and around $35,000 for the base four-door. Uh, currently, the highest trim is the first edition trim, and that's starting at $57,000 for the two-door and $62,000 for the four-door. Uh, we should start seeing them on the road uh in the summer of this year um and this is going to be a serious competitor for the jeep wrangler and the reason why i say that is because this has quite a bit of uh off-road capabilities what do you think what do you what's your first thought when you see this first impression it gives me like a nice rugged look like it, it like well with where it's positioned over the rocks uh in the dirt it, it it makes me feel like this is something you could you wouldn't have you would have fun with driving uh uh in in these types of climates if you're in the mountains for example yeah in, in those types of ranges I I feel like you wouldn't have any troubles and it would just be 
it'd be a good time to just you know just let her rip and you know just enjoy what the what the power can provide you with it over there so this the other thing with this car is uh you can take off the doors nice. just similar to the jeep wrangler yeah but if you notice if you look at the doors do you see something you there's a uh, the rear view mirror is there right the side mirrors you oh see? yeah yeah okay yeah i know you it's blending in with the seat, <laughs> seat color there but yeah. it's uh the whole point of that is that when you can actually drive it on the road and now you're still meeting the legal aspects ah. of oh, hey you know the safety yes you know you have uh you can actually see people behind you when right. you look in your mirror and you're not relying on that uh just that one mirror exactly. in the middle right so I like it, you know. There a Jeep is maintaining its consistency with the doorless car. Um <clears throat> that I've seen on a few Jeep models. And I, I, I kinda like that, you know. Yeah. And uh again, this is something I could see that you could switch it on a nice hot summer day, pull out those doors, you know, go for a nice long drive, um, enjoy that warm summer breeze and you know, just be free. Uh, yeah. I kind of like that. I, I think for the price point of this car, even with the base model, it I think it's um, really fairly priced. Um, we're probably going to see quite a bit of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, the, it still has competition. It still has a Jeep Wrangler. And Jeep Wrangler is not going to uh, just... Not going to back down there. Well, exactly. And actually, Jeep is coming out with an electric model oh. it's called the 4xe interesting so i don't have a picture of that here i'll probably put it put the picture in the video that i put but uh they're coming out with that so and this is not electric though right it's not so <laughs> and the thing that ford is doing that jeep has done is a lot of accessories uh-huh. right so jeep has mopar they they have all these different accessories you you know on the grill headlights the back the canopy everything right so right. uh this w- picture is actually that that little white portion that you see there uh-huh. that, that's actually built into the car and oh. you could actually put that little piece on top and that that's a gopro mount really yep Okay, so this is perfect for the type of build it has. Like like I mentioned, like if you're in the mountains or if you're in like the sand dune type of environment, you get to hook up that GoPro and get really nice views while you're enjoying the moment yourself while driving. Yeah, I mean, there's other things that you can uh, put here too. You know, whatever right. um, meters and gizmos you want yeah, to yeah, put. Sure. But, uh, but it, one thing that's... This is common in, for people that off-road. They put this type of uh, mechanism yeah. um, on their dashboard. Um, but this one comes with the built-in. Built-in, yeah. Right? Now, uh, Ford is has the Bronco, and they also have the Bronco Sport. Right? This is a smaller vehicle. Oh, okay. All right? So, th- this is a baby version of the Ford Bronco. Uh, it's currently on sale. And my opinion is that this is going to be a very successful vehicle. And the reason why I say that is because, one, it's fairly priced. It's much cheaper. Um, it's The base price is not too far off, just a couple grand. But uh, fully loaded, you know, the first edition is like 38000 Oh. Right? Compared to the 62000 right for the Ford Bronco. But this is a much smaller vehicle. It has... You know, smaller tires, smaller everything. You know, yeah. With the Ford Bronco, 
you can actually buy the Ford Bronco with this configuration, like these big tires. Okay. All right. So you're buying it like as an off-road spec from Ford. I'd like. That. You know, you you don't you don't have to go aftermarket right. to get everything. The Ford Bronco Sport. I I just think you know if you if you had like two cars that you wanted to just you know hey here's my daily driver and here's the thing that I take out on the weekends. Uh, these two would be pro- probably nice, right? You know, what what do you think about this? I mean, I I I don't have a picture here that shows them side to side, but this is much smaller than the yeah, Ford like, Bronco. I don't know for the sport. I, I it, this one doesn't look as sporty to me. Like I do get the idea of compactness and the smaller wheels and whatnot, but I kind of like the look of the previous one. It that one looks way more. That in fact that looks a bit more sportier to me. Just just the trims. The wheels, you know, it just, that one just captures my, that captures my eyes quickly. So, this is going to be for a separate podcast, but we're going to discuss all the vehicles that have their original model, and then their sport model. Right. And their sport model is actually smaller, and almost looks like a, it's it's cheaper and everything. Like, uh, right now, this you have the Mitsubishi, um... What's it? The Mitsubishi, no, not the SUV. I I forget. It's it's not. Is it probably the Outlander? And then you have the Nissan Rogue. You have the yeah. Nissan Rogue and the Nissan Rogue Sport. All right. If you look at the Nissan Rogue Sport, it's like dinky small, <laughs> right? So yep. We'll, we'll, we're going to discuss that in, uh, in a separate uh, podcast. Um, basically, to kind of figure out beyond what the manufacturers have in their head on selling those two trims with mm-hmm. the same name because if i told you this was a bronco and i gave this a different name then you probably say hey you know okay yeah but uh this bronco the sport the bronco sport actually falls in with close to the pricing of the ford escape okay all right yeah. so the ford escape is competitor to the crv the RAV four, the tucson so this actually just falls in right next to it mm. Uh, you have the family goal vehicle, which is a escape, you know, and then you have this off-road capable one, and this one's just a tad more uh, expensive, but you get quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Now I want to stick with Ford, right? Oh. Whoa, what do you think of that? I don't know. This one kind of gives me Tesla vibes, like, okay, right off the bat. So what what is that badge that you see in the middle? Uh, Mustang. Okay. So this is the Mustang Mach-E. All right. Okay. So what, uh, what we discussed this last year on, on the podcast during, uh, upcoming 22, um, 2020 vehicles. This is going to, this is starting at around $43,000 and you can, after you get the federal tax credits, it's around like you can get roughly, you know, a little bit over 35,000. This is a serious competitor for Tesla. All right, it's a mainstream brand that has been out for years using an iconic name, mm-hmm. the Mustang. All right, that everyone is familiar with. Moving forward, with the times, all right, with the electric vehicles. All right, so zero to sixty is at three point five seconds. That's with the GT trim. That's a bit more expensive. You know, you get more power, uh, approximately three hundred miles of range. Okay. Uh, but this car, I think, is going to do really well. Um, especially with with the price point, 
that it's at um and the name that they're using they're using mustang i i just don't think that they can uh really go wrong with this you know um let me show you another picture so that's the inside whoa yeah so one thing that you notice uh is the screen in the middle yeah right so teslas have screen screens in the middle yep right one thing that tesla doesn't have is a screen behind the steering wheel right all right i think the x has that or but not not all teslas have it so this one where people are more familiar with the ford brand can go and say okay you know what i kind of know what i'm expecting Mm -hmm. right but then they're also moving on with the times where you know the electric vehicles are kind of becoming a bit more mainstream ford is a mainstream brand they and they used mustang as the name for this car because mustang is a prominent name when it comes to ford yeah right that yeah so i mean it seems like uh anytime ford uses a horse (laughs) bronco mustang they, they, they do pretty well yeah um and that's the front trunk again you know, they don't have yeah, an, engine. an engine, you know, a gas or a diesel or nothing. It's just um, electrical motors uh, at the drivetrain. So it's, they have room in the front. Mm-hmm. What, what do you, what do you think of this overall? If, you know, you, you came uh, out looking at this pretty shocked. Yeah. I mean, like if, if I didn't know what badge was on this car, okay, I would be thinking something around the, along the realms of Tesla, but Having Mustang on it, it's kind of I'm not you know I kind of like it because if you consider it overall, okay, uh, cosmetically it looks really nice. Um, price point, okay, I like that too. Like you know, w- when you're taking account of but both the superficial and the financial aspects of it, it definitely grabs my attention. And then knowing what ha- what like the the Mustang lineup and all the predecessors. Um, you know, it, it definitely it gets me interested. I want to know more about this car and exactly how it will run. Yeah. So I, there's um different options for electric motors. Um, you you have different power. You know, more horsepower, less horsepower, different ranges. Um, like I said, the GT is going to give you zero to sixty three point five seconds. Um, but I think this is going to be a serious uh, competitor for Tesla. Um, you know, there's there's some people that um, still hesitate with Tesla, and I think this is going to be a serious competition. So, speaking of Tesla, <laughs> remember this one? I what what is this? Ah, uh, Cybertruck. Yes, I've seen it at one of the events that uh, uh, Elon had. Yes, and. I th- and it was, it was like I. You're talking about the the window where. Yes. yes. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> so, this is gonna be a true competitor for the Hummer EV. Okay. All right. Uh, you can actually still pre-order these online. Oh, all right. Really? Hundred dollars. That's all you need to pay. Interesting. To pre-order, uh, the starting price is much less than the Hummer EV though. Really. Yeah, but the Hummer EV does not have a single single motor trim. This one actually has a single motor trim. Uh, which makes it um, a real drive, mm. right? So you have three types of um, spec here. You have a single motor as a real drive, uh, two motors to make it all-wheel drive, and then you have three motors with all-wheel drive, 
right? So if you do the three motors all-wheel drive, it's, it's supposed to be pretty fast, like 14,000 pounds of towing, 10,000 pounds if you get the dual. No. <clears throat> and right now Tesla's website says uh, production near late 2021. Mm. So assuming the pricing stays around the same, you could probably see quite a bit of these because uh, the price point is not that far off from some Ford F-150 like expensive trucks. You know, there are some trucks there. Um, the only problem is that um, these electric trucks, you know, they, the the charging re- really has to be fast. Yeah. You know, I, I come in the construction world, right? So that's, that's where I live, right? All, mm-hmm. all in construction. And I don't think I would ever see any of my superintendents hmm. or any of my colleagues ever drive an electric truck unless they there was some sort of charging that can happen. You know, um, I'm sure when you load the vehicle with a bunch of weight, you know, you're trying to tow something. Yes. It's probably going to lower the range. Of course. You know, but we just got to see. I, I think the technology is coming around. Just I I want to see if the Tesla actually looks exactly like this when it comes out. That's true. What do you think? Is it you think it's gonna look like this? <clears throat> you know, anything is possible. I I feel like it could definitely come out like this. And like, and the reason why I say that is because it's so different. Like, he's really capturing. Like he's going off the charts. He's he, he is this not like kind of a sleek, ish looking uh, uh truck. You would say it's more of the geometric, boxy side, right? So it's definitely, if he does come out with this, it's definitely going to grab some views and um, a lot of head turns at the same time. And knowing that it could be uh, a four-wheel, how did you mention All-wheel drive. All-wheel drive. That 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 brings up uh, opens up the possibility for people to drive this in different, uh, you know, weather conditions at the same well, time. Well, um, you know, the the common thing is that most trucks already come you know most people are most trucks that are sold are all-wheel drive okay you know and they are set to rear-wheel drive you know two-wheel drive unless they need the all-wheel drive which is whether it's in bad weather or they're off-roading or they need it because they're towing whatever it is you know um but i i just wanted to point out the different motors because the hummer comes with a minimum of two motors minimum minimum yes and this one actually has an option for just one and i think that's what keeps the cost down okay i see what you're saying there you know what i mean i mean we'll see you know let's give it end of the year you know yeah we, we just started 2021 but now you know this is another electric vehicle right all right this is the bmw i4 this is a concept all right and the other one is the iX, all right? Uh, this one's more production ready than the i4, but they're probably going to come out uh, this year. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that they're gonna uh, come out. The iX is probably gonna come out um, end of this year, and they'll probably just name it a 2022 model. Okay. Um, but it's, you know, pricing is gonna be around seventy-five thousand dollars. I think that's uh, just because it's electric vehicle yeah the technology that's in it um some some of the 
things that I saw in the, on the concepts, the materials look really nice. I just hope that carries over to the production model. The thing that I don't I don't like with these is the new BMW grill. Mm, the honeycomb, honey. This, yeah, that's just look. the big, big nostrils. <laughs> now that you mentioned, that's all I see. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I feel like they could have done better. Yeah. You know, um, I know what they're trying to do. You know, it's every single time they come out with uh, a new car and they have a bigger grill, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's had a, it's a bigger grill," and mm. then uh, people grow into it. You know. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's just it's just one of those things. Um, now another car that I want to talk about is Genesis. Do you know what Genesis is? Yeah. Okay. So Genesis has a lineup of sedans right now. Right. Yeah. Right, you have the G70, G80, G90, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and now they're getting into the SUV market. Okay. So this is the GV70, and this is the GV80. Uh-huh. All right? And I think these are going to be pretty serious. Oh. So these cars are going to be a test for Genesis as a brand. Mm-hmm. Right? They entered the premium market, and... As you know, they they came in with uh, the Hyundai Genesis, and then they slowly came in with their own just Genesis models. Yeah, and they've been doing pretty well. Uh, but with the craze of uh, crossovers and SUVs above sedans, these may be more common than their sedan counterparts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think these cars should be looked into seriously when shopping for a car, and when you consider one of their competitors because it's. It's much cheaper than the competitor. And, you know, I mean, when you buy BMW, Audi, Mercedes, how long do you actually keep it? You mm-hmm. know, you, you you don't buy one of those for the long run, right? These, this you probably can, you know, but does it have the same sort of feeling? Same, probably not, but it's close, you know, it's, well, <laughs> I don't want to say close, but it's, you know, they're getting there, you know, they're, yeah. they're, the appeal for these cars, I think, it's just it's just getting better and better every year. Uh, Hyundai and Genesis have come a long way from where they were. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've personally went to uh, the Genesis um, showrooms in, in one of the malls, uh, <clears throat> and I I take I took a look at those uh, sedans and you know like all the models you've listed there, and <clears throat> they're beautiful. Oh man, from both externally and internally and like you mentioned like those price points they are also like a game changer at the same time like you know and um just sitting in those cars we were able to we had the option for test driving but at that time it was just booked out but we, yeah. we were ready to like me and my buddies we were ready to go for a test drive because these cars look beautiful um and <clears throat> it has the nice sporty looks and having to see this now make it like you know crossover as you mentioned here you know, I, I'm really interested to see it because, like you mentioned, like it has that luxurious, sporty look to it, and it, it definitely makes me want to like check this out for a spin and just see how it how it can go. Because, like you said, like you know, Mercedes and um, uh, the BMWs, th- these cars they're there, but you know, you don't see a lot of these uh, Genesis models. And then once they do come out, I could see that they could they could become very popular at the same time. Yeah, so I wonder if these are going to become mainstream. You yeah. know, there's a uh, like the the thing is, BMW 3 Series is what was what is one of the examples that I have. Right, 
everyone always has a BMW 3 Series. That's all I see quite often, right? Um, now, they're really good cars, right? But whenever I try to get a car, I try to get one that you don't see many on the road. Yeah. Just because I want that type of exclusive feel, you know? Yeah. But I don't know if Genesis is going to be the exclusive or if they're going to become a mainstream. Right. You know what I mean? I I don't know. I think uh, the G, GV70 has a very slick look. The GV80 uh, has a pretty business vibe. Yes, I would say that. Yeah. The G, yeah, I think a GV70 has more of that sporty appeal to possibly younger uh the the younger audience. Well, this is a five seater, and I believe <clears throat> this is a seven seater. Okay. So so that's why it's one one's much smaller, one's much bigger. Yeah. But again, yeah, you know, it's it's kind of they're they're fully different uh vehicles. You know, one the GV80 is definitely going to cost quite more than the GV70. Uh, GV80, I believe, is already out. I, GV70 should be coming out soon. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, these, you know, Genesis, Hyundai. What do you drive? A Hyundai. Hyundai Tucson, right? You drive Hyundai Tucson. All right. What okay. do you, What do you think of that? That's a Tucson, hey. Yeah. This is this is the next uh, fully redesigned Tucson. This is the next generation, yeah. This, yeah, they did a lot of modifications. Like instantly looking at the front grill, the headlights, that looks completely different. Um, the wheels, the rims. I mean, they have this. I want to say like honeycomb geometric ish vibe that I'm getting from them. Almost looks like it has like you know these little slots of blades. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like the ones you would use to trim your beard almost. But hey, so I think this is gonna be <clears throat> one of those cars that uh, people are going to buy. With the you know, it's it's going to be an option for them. It's definitely going to be an option for them. Hyundai Tucson has been doing really well against Rav fours and CRVs. Yeah, they haven't outsold them, but they are there when it comes to sales you know they're they're not losing money this is not a car where it's like oh you know you're getting an incredible deal because they're trying to get rid of them no there's these cars are on the lot they're still being sold right so i think this is going to be a really serious uh car with the i think i I just don't know if it's going to look exactly like this you know sometimes these concept cars they come out way different but if it comes out with these type of you know grill and headlight combination, I think it's going to look stunning. It's going to look different, you know? Hell yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, in comparison to the 2016 I have, this looks... Wow. Yeah. Just wow. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's only in one five, six years of a difference. Yeah. Right? Well, there's a lot of other cars that are coming out, and they're going to be interesting... Uh, in the market, but I'm I'm not going to discuss them because uh, I don't want to go too much into this podcast. We're already at around thirty something minutes here. Uh, but there's the Infinity QX55, the QX60, then there's a new Jeep uh, Grand Wagoneer, and just a Wagoneer. Uh, they're also going to be released. There's uh, other cars uh, that just came out, like the new Sienna, uh, the new Venza. Uh, the Toyota Mirai, which I might do a separate podcast on because uh, 
that's a hydrogen fuel cell oh. car. Um, but some of these, you know, they're practical and some people already know about them. And I feel like I really wanted to focus um, some of these cars that are a little bit more exciting than the, the other ones that I listed here. Um, so some trends you see are more, uh, there are more, there are more electric vehicles. They're focusing more on design. Uh, they all are starting to incorporate similar trends. Like there's like a light bar for brake lights. Uh, there's a screen in the gauge cluster, uh, buttons for transmission gear selectors, and it keeps going on and on and on. There's these, uh, manufacturers are starting to really, uh, bring up their game. And I think it's uh, going to be not just for 2021 but the next few years the next half a decade it's going to be pretty uh pretty good for the car world it's just going to be interesting on what they come out with yeah i'm excited to see like the different types of uh it's going towards this more of a futuristic futuristic i feel look and i feel like the consumers are going to be happy with what they see and especially Working towards the electric models, so trying to be environment uh, environmentally friendly, you know, that's that's a good aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Well, I usually like to end uh, with a question to the listeners. So, listeners, uh, my question to you is, what is your favorite car feature? I want to know what your favorite car feature is. You know, airbags, um, steering wheel. No, I'm like <laughs> cruise control, blind spot monitoring system, heated seats. You know, you tell you tell me automatic high beams. What is it? You know, uh, heated steering wheel. Mm-hmm. I, I want to hear it. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, look forward to next time. Thank you. Thank you.